Hello friend, it's Monica here, Monica Imzer Podcast, and as always, I'm inviting you for a quick chat to get your self-awareness on point, to have you think, maybe tickle your pickle, aka trigger you with no significance so that you can reflect on things in your life that perhaps don't work as well as they could. Oh my God, I just said it in one breath, and this too. So now, this episode will be convoluted or not my intention is to leave you with a takeaway so let's go the title is hope is only needed when it comes to finding the love of your life it's catchy but really let's start here so figures of speech and language and fitness specifically but it really is in regards to your entire life and your goals and your performance and your results I cannot stand people saying, I hope it will work out. Let's see what this year has in store for me. Where is the store? I'm sorry, what? I fell off the wagon. My effort went out the window. I don't even know these figures of speech because I never use them. It is ridiculous. Oh, let me say this one. I tried this week to wake up before work and work out. What does that mean? Did you do it? Did you not do it? How many times did you do it? How many times? So first of all, let's start there with the hope. There's no hope needed in your fitness and your goals. There's no store in which you're buying your next year and your results. There is no wagon, there's no track, and there's no windows through which your effort goes. Stop using those because these figures of speech will dilute your responsibility. What that means is it kind of seems like we don't know really what happened. What's the effort out the window? What actually happened? Speak with the what's so. What happened? X, Y, Z, A, B, C. Facts, no stories, no interpretations, no figures of speech. Because when you do that, you can see the stats, you can see the data, you can see the actual what's so, what happened. And then you can navigate through these facts powerfully when you are speaking it's like speaking in the cloud or in a fog or you have glasses that are dirty you can't even see what's going on i absolutely despise it i don't ever use these figures of speech and i teach my clients right away from the beginning so if you're a client you're probably laughing because you know this that we just don't use this this is not how powerful person speaks powerful person speaks with facts not figures of speech that dilute their responsibility and give away their power because you do not even know what's going on. So that's number one. A funny story comes to my mind, and that is a long time ago when I was a personal trainer in Brookline. One of my lovely clients, Varda, she was a professor at one of Vassar universities. She was teaching PhD students, and Varda is Israeli. This has nothing to do with all historical, political uh, situations, by the way. You know I do not speak to politics, but... Varda would leave every summer and go to Israel for a month. And then she would come back and she trained with me twice a week on Mondays and Fridays. And she was doing really, really well. I have lots of amazing memories with Varda because she was like my mom in the United States. She had a few kids and they lived all over the world. And so every time we saw each other on Monday and Friday, I shared my stories with her, she shared her stories with me. And so before she would leave, she would always say, you know, well, this one time we had a conversation and she said, I really hope 
that I can keep up what we've done here together. I really hope that I can maintain my weight and my exercise routine. And my little self, and I was a kid then, I mean, maybe I was like 28, 29. Um, actually, it must have been 29. This is another story because she gave me a card <laughs> for my 29th birthday that said 29 to 30 is the longest 10 years of women's life. Uh, so funny, now I'm 40. But so, yes, I was a kid back then. And she was, again, a PhD, she was a professor for PhD students at one of the Boston University. Boston University. Her husband works at Boston University. I'm giving up too much. Anyways, Varda was not at Boston University. Her husband was there. But Varda was working with me. And before she left to Israel for vacation for a month, as she always did, she said, I really hope I can maintain that level of commitment. And I said to her, my little self, my little kid self, Varda, you do not need to hope. There's no hope needed. You only need your focus, your work, and that's that. And she, I remember she was like mind blown with that. She was, she shared that with her students and she kept repeating it. And she said, she kept quoting me over and over again and thanking me for that mindset shift. But that's the truth. You do not need hope when it comes to your health and fitness. You do not need hope when it comes to your goals. You need focus, you need grit, you need diligence. And that's what you need. Hope? Yeah. You can hope that you're going to meet the love of your life because that you cannot work for. Well, you kind of can by becoming the person you want to be, but you can't control all the variables. While when it comes to work on yourself, on your food, on your movement, on your lifting, on your sleep, stress management, the quality of your food, all of that you can absolutely be responsible for. So do not say that you need hope. Do not say when the new year comes that you want to see what's in store for you. That just like makes me extremely sarcastic because there's no store. You're not buying the new year. You're either going to do it or you're not going to do it. And if you're speaking this way, chances are you're not going to do it. So that's that. And let's just say uh, one little note on we are attracting who we are. I had a conversation with a client recently and she was complaining about her dating dating life and complaining because she was sharing all the things that were going wrong. So she was not sharing. She was really dissatisfied with her dating life. She said that all the people she's finding are terrible and she's starting to date them and they're awful and, um, and she remains in these relationships and then they just fail miserably and she's left worse than she was found, which makes sense. But the truth is, is that the person should really focus on working on herself. And we talked about it and she agreed that this is what she should focus on because she's not at her best right now. There are a lot of things in her life that aren't working. And the partner at this point would be rather a distraction instead of an addition and, and someone who would compliment her. In fact, if she will find someone right now as she is on her journey to becoming her best self and she's dealing with a lot of things and a lot of areas of her life are not working. So if she was to couple up right now and grab someone from the level where she's at, chances are that the person will be pulling her back or it will the person will stop her from growing and going where she needs to go. So that's one. Number two, I had a conversation with another client who, uh, whose relationship just ended and she shared that she doesn't understand why she's attracting men who have addictive personalities. And it's so brilliant that we, when it comes to our own behavior, 
it's fascinating to me how we don't see our own selves a lot of times. And this is why, man, this episode is very convoluted. <laughs> But I hope you're still with me. This is why I told you this before and I'll say it again. It is very important to be able to look at yourself and observe yourself. Two different perspectives. You can look at yourself and your life as you're watching television, like a little television of your life. Kind of how I see it in the eyes of my imagination is the old school little televisions that were not flat, but you know, like kind of like a, a in-depth and you have that little party going on. A little bit like puppets, a little bit like TV. You get it? Or the other option that could speak to you will be Google Earth. You need to be able to zoom out. You need to be able to see yourself, your life, your uh, conversations, your patterns from different perspectives so that you can assess where is it that you are responsible for the results that you're getting. Okay, so back to the client. She brilliantly, completely didn't see that the fact that she is attracting men who have addictive personalities when it comes to drugs or alcohol or other things It's because she has addictive personality when it comes to food. And her mind was blown. She was like, oh, what? But that's what it is. The like attracts like. And so that's that. And so we can't really anticipate anything from else other than life. The universe will always bring a mirror to us. And the brilliant also thing is that these people will piss you off these situations, when you see this in front of you unfolding, when someone close to you is behaving a certain way and you are staying in this predicament, it drives you nuts. But it drives you nuts oftentimes because you don't see how you are the same way. Now, of course, there are many people that I work with who are in the process of improving themselves and getting better and shifting their lives in one way or another. And so a lot of times these folks have partners who they've coupled with years earlier And perhaps they're not the same and that's a whole different conversation to have. But when you are dating and attracting people and you're wondering why is it that a certain kind of personality shows up around you, take a look where you are that person, where you are that person. If this is someone, if, if you constantly get people to ghost you, where are you ghosting your service providers? Where are you not showing up to appointments? Where are you quitting coaching relationships or different things, friendships, and just disappearing without a word? This is exactly what you're getting in return. So that's that. So we got figures of speech, we got relationships, and we got love. And I think that's it for today because I want you to be left with something to think about. Thank you so much for being here. I hope this resonated. And if you have any questions, if you want to say something about it, reach out. Reach out on Instagram, reach out elsewhere. You know where to find me. And as always, if this re resonated with you, hit the review button. I know so many of you are listening, but so many of you are so hard to write something back. Podcasting is an interesting thing because you're speaking to yourself from bed sometimes and sometimes from under my desk in the office <laughs> and you don't know if people are listening or not well you do but you don't know how this resonates but it resonates because you get back to me so please get back to me and until the next one oh i didn't tell you but that's what's so next couple of weeks couple of months we'll have clients back on the podcast so on thursday i expect erica Next, we're going to have Jen Smith, and then we have Maisha, and we have Christina. So we'll have a bunch of other interviews. There are 26 interviews with clients so far. There's going to be a lot more. 
lovely conversations with people who've been working with me for a long time. So stay tuned for that, especially if you are in BBM, you can listen in and to get to know the community better. I appreciate you. Thank you for being here and have a beautiful day or night.